Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, Scott Hansen here from NFL Red Zone. I hope you're checking out one hour of Five Yard Rush, one of the best podcasts on NFL football in the UK. Hey, what's happening, everyone? It's another Patreon cast. Uh, was going to do this yesterday. I had some internet issues and some other things pop up. So uh, instead, uh, doing it this morning, going to get this out to you ASAP. So you've got plenty of time to set your lineups. Um, what I'm going to do this week, I uh, didn't get any questions. So I'm going to... Um, just go through every game last week and just pull out some interesting trends, stats. Um, it's hard this week one, so it's in isolation, take it with a pinch of salt, but these are just things I found interesting. And then I'm going to give you some advanced stats, just some things that caught my eye um, and how it might affect uh, fancy relevant players. So I'm going to go through the games in order. Um, start with the uh, Lions and the Chiefs on Thursday Night Football. Obviously, big shock uh, to see the result here. Um, I would say with this, um, some interesting trends here. Start with Detroit. Uh, Dave Montgomery played 74% of the snaps, um, which is not what a lot of people expected. It's probably not far off what I expected. Um, I wasn't quite expecting it to be that dominant, I suppose. Um, the thing that surprised me was that uh, he also ran a route uh, 54% of the time. Uh, Gibbs only ran a route 26% of the time, uh, but that was on all of his snaps. So uh, that was interesting. Um, and then we look at what we call high value touches. So um, touches where they're likely to, um, you know, do something very, very significant. So that's um, potential uh, touches inside the 10 um, touchdown potential um, or you know pass catching uh, passes as well um, that are significant uh, for PPR so those high value touches where they're being thrown to in big plays not like sort of like short 
uh, one yard, <laughs> yard kind of passes, but more significant. Uh, Dave Montgomery only had one high value touch. Jamal Gibbs had three. So it sounds like Jamal Gibbs is going to be the person who's going to have the majority of the um, high value work. And that uh, Dave Montgomery is going to get a lot of the north south work. Um, they both had a touch inside the 10. So it remains to be seen who's going to be the goal line back. Here. I still think it'd be Montgomery. So um it's interesting. I think they'll bring Gibbs along. You don't spend a first round pick uh to not, but David Montgomery at the moment is out of the two. The player I would uh be playing in my lineups for fantasy football. I would be very cautious on Gibbs moving forward uh, until we start seeing that usage change on the wide receiver side. Uh not too much really <laughs> beyond what was expected. Um, Josh Reynolds uh, was second in uh, routes run on, uh, so he ran a route on 83% of the plays um, that he was involved in. Um, Laporta, 74%, and Marmajo, 60%, um, which kind of reflected in the outcomes of what we saw. Um, their ADOT was interesting. Amorazza's ADOT was really interesting. It was only 6.7, so a lot lower. So he's being used in that. So the hybrid middle role, uh, not going uh, anywhere near as deep as we thought. Uh, Josh Reynolds was the X here. Um, Sam Porter only had an eight or four, um, which I thought would be significantly higher. But there you go. Um, not much to clean. We kind of know what it is. It's it's Amorase Brown. The Porter's going to get some work uh, potentially, um, but really it's an Amorase Brown, and then the running backs kind of show. That's kind of what we're going to see out of this offense this season. Moving on to the Chiefs, not really, again, too much. Pacheco got almost all the high-value touches. Uh, they really spread the work around. Pacheco uh, played 43% snaps, uh, McKinnon 29%. Clay was there, 19 uh, But Pacheco got five of the seven high-value touches. He also got the touch inside the 10. Um, so it looks like this is going to be Pacheco's backfield, which is kind of what we expected. Uh, Clay was is going to be a little bit of a part. And then I think Jared McKinnon will get more higher value touches um, as the season progresses. But I thought we might see a little bit more with Travis Kelsey out, but we didn't. So that's a little bit of a worrying sign for McKinnon, but I'm not going to read too much into it in week one. As for this receiving call, it was a bit of a mess here. Um, I would say here that for me, um, I'm looking at targets uh, per route run. So what I'm looking at here is trying to understand uh, who is getting the targets when they're on the field and to the percentage of the routes that they run, um, because that says they're higher up in the reads. Um, the two here that had decent numbers here, and I'm not amazing, but decent, um, were Kadarius Tony and Rashi Rice. So even though they were only on the field 24%, 27% of the time, um, they well, they ran routes 24 27% of the time. Sorry, they were on the field a bit more than that. Then... Um, their targets per route run for Tony was 0.4, well, it was 0.45. So basically, he's getting a target every two routes he runs almost. And Rashi Rice 0.42. Um, why is that important? Well, because they're being looked at. As I said, they're going to be the first read or second read. Um, but also, it's just look, knowing who in this offense is, is getting the looks when they're out there. For example, Sky Moore was 0.1. So for every. Um, he had to run 10 targets effectively uh, 10 routes in order to get a target. Um, 
MVS was zero was zero point zero six, so even more. So when you're thinking about this, you're thinking about who is who is getting looked at, who is the preferred option for Patrick Mahomes so far. It and in game one, it's game one. It is Kadarius Tony Rashi Rice. So that's what I'm gleaming from that that trend early on. But it is early, and it didn't have Travis Kelsey. So um, Rashi Rice did only run twelve routes. That's the other piece here. So uh, it needs to get you know more work here. But it is an interesting one um, where Sky Moore ran twenty nine routes and only got three targets. So it's interesting to see what happens here. Um, and Kadarius Tony had all those drops. How does that affect him going into next week? So there we go. Um, that's what I'm looking. That's what I'm looking at going forward uh, in that game. Uh, Falcons Panthers here. Um, I mean, Panthers just decide they're not going to throw the football. Kind of knew this was a little bit of this, um, but still, it's really, really bad. Um, I don't quite understand how. They only ran 48 plays in this game, which is just nuts. Um, there isn't too much to glean from this other than um, Bijan and Tyler Algier are going to get significant work. Actually, Algier had more high-value touches than Bijan. It was 7-6. to six. Um, And uh, Algier had all the work inside the 10. So um, that's a really interesting one um, when you think about it. They did line up in two RB sets a few times uh, as well. They were both on the field for a few times. So Algier very much with those high value targets is a flex play um, going forward. Uh, as for the receiving core, there isn't too much to really glean from this because no one really got any work. Um, Matt Collins got the most targets. He got four. Um, Kyle Pitts had the uh, had three and uh, Drake London had one. So, and you know, Drake London and Carl Pitts were out there. Nine, you know, they ran routes in 91% of the plays. So horrific um, to see that. I, I, going forward, you know, this is this is a really tough one. They're going to need to do more. They cannot continue to just run the ball. They're going to get found out. Um, they're going to get, yeah, they're going to get found out very, very quickly. So I think... Uh, Really, for this week, I'd be really cautious. Just not start any of the wide receivers. I think you you can't until you start seeing more. As a hard thing for Drake London, um, but that's potentially what you have to do. In my rankings, I've got him potentially as a bounce back candidate, but I'm that's more optimistic. I'm probably going to move him down. Um, and when I say a bounce back candidate, I still have him down at 35 on the week. Uh, his consensus is 36. Um, I might move him down even further than that. It's to be decided. Um, I'm just not convinced on this offense um, going forward. So we'll see what happens. Moving on to Carolina. Um, Miles Sanders, as we kind of expected, dominated. But he did only play on 54% of snaps. Uh, would like to have seen more than that, but he did have five of the seven high-value touches. He also got the only touch inside the 10. Similar sort of story here. <laughs> These wide receivers were uh, terrible, although there were plenty of targets. Uh, going around here, Terrence Marshall, Marshall Jr. got the most targets. Uh, effectively, they're all quite low-quality targets because uh, Bryce Young is still acclimatizing to the NFL. Um, Jonathan Mingo and uh, Terrence Marshall Jr. had quite significant dots, 17.4 and 15.8. Adam Feelings was as low as 4.5, and he only got two targets, so pretty terrible. Um, so targets per route run, none of them got... Uh, the only one that got any sort of half decent number was Hayden Hurst. He's probably the only receiver in this offense I would even consider rostering um, 
well, I'm not rostering uh, playing this week. Uh, I'm not considering playing any of the other wide receivers this week uh, until we see more out of this offense. Pretty dire uh, offensive display from both teams uh, in this one. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on LinkedIn.com slash people today. Um, Ravens, Texans. Yes, uh, this one's a bit hard to break down because you've got Jackie Dobbins um, had a significant amount of work. And then obviously he went down and he's out for the season. Um, so it kind of skews these numbers. So then we have to look at Justice Hill and Gus Edwards. They played a very similar amount of uh, snaps, uh, 26%, 22%, ran similar percentage of routes, 19%, 16%. So all of these are kind of similar. Um, Justice Hill got the high-value touches, and he got the two touchdowns, um, which is obviously significant. Um, Gus Edwards got more touches in general. I think how I see this offense, uh, this running game moving forward is Gus Edwards will be the 1A and uh, Hill will be the 1B. I think you'll see Hill maybe line up as the... Yeah, I think you'll see Hill probably line up as the 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 two-minute drill, the third down back, um, and change pace, maybe even the goal line back. Gus Edwards will get a lot of that volume in between. So Edwards, safer floor, lower ceiling, Hill... Uh, riskier floor, higher ceiling. That's kind of how I read this this offense so far. Uh, on the ground, when it comes to the passing attack, it it's all Zay Flowers. It's what we heard in the regular se- in the preseason, it's what we heard in camp. Um, so he uh, got targets thirty six percent of the time. He ran a route, which is you know one in three, which is a really really good number. Uh, comparing that to uh, 10% of Odell Beckham Jr., 18% of uh, Rashad Bateman, uh, and <laughs> I say it likely, 4%, really bad. <laughs> um, and then you've got the target share. So Zay Flowers had a 45% target share. That's not sustainable through the season, but it is interesting. I definitely thought Bateman would get more work. I still think that's going to be the case. Um, Flowers played on 90%, or he ran roots on 90% of the plays he was on the field for. Beckham, 97%. Bateman was only 55%. Whether that's because he was carrying a small injury, I don't really know. That's kind of what we've got to try and break down and see, but that's a trend to keep an eye on. But say Flowers on the up, um, and Rashad Bateman on the down until we see what happens going forward. I think Bateman comes more into this offense. I don't think that 45% target share is going to maintain, uh, obviously. Uh, but the 36% targets per route run is a really significant number because uh, that is what he's earning. Um, so it'll be interesting to see that going forward. Um, 
breaking down the Texans, not much to break down here. Let's, let's be truly honest. Um, Damian Pierce uh, continues to be the lead back here, although he only played on 42% of snaps. That could be a lot down to the game script. Um, Mike Boone, weirdly, got more high-value touches than uh, Damian Pierce, um, 3-2. to two. I'm not reading too much into that. I certainly wouldn't be playing Mike Boone anyway. It just means Mike Boone might vulture some touchdowns on the uh, on the goal line. Uh, but he didn't get any inside the 10. No one got any inside the 10. So I don't really know. Maybe it was some of the receiving work. We'll have a look and see how we get on uh, through the through the weeks on that one. Uh, but yeah, Damian Pierce is the only running back to, to own in this one. Um, when we look at the receivers, um, yeah, I mean, Nico Collins got more targets, uh, more A yards, and got a significantly higher A dot. Um, but Robert Woods, I still think for me, is the one I would own. Um, I've got Robert Woods here. He had 10 targets. Um, that's going to be pretty consistent going forward. Uh, he got a target on every four routes. Um, Nico Connors is slightly higher than that. Um, no Brown, not a lot. Dalton Schultz, uh, only 8%. Um, and he was hurt as well. And he's questionable this week. So uh, it could be interesting. They might not involve the tight end quite as much as we thought we had. That's the only thing. So this is really is the Woods and Collins and, and Pierce show and no one else in this team should be rostered. Um, I just... The only thing I'm saying, and I'm slightly surprised, just a 42% snap share for Damian Pierce. We'll keep an eye on that. Um, that's the only thing I, I kind of want to see. Um, Browns-Bengals. Okay, so um, Nick Chubb, only 47% snaps. Really surprised uh, by that. I thought that would be slightly more. Drone for 38%. Uh, this number should, I think, increase as we go through. Both ran routes on a third, uh, a third of the time. And then high value touches and uh, inside 10 touches all went to Chubb, not a surprise. Um, not much to read here, just that I think you'll see um, you'll see Ford maybe come along slowly. Something to keep an eye on. Um, but yeah, Nick Chubb is Nick Chubb. And then again, when we look at the um, offense here, Mark Cooper only ran routes 63% of the time. Um, you know, Elijah Moore, Donovan Peoples-Jones was 80% of the time. So that was interesting. Seven targets for Cooper and Moore. Um, not many for Njuku and even less for Donovan Peoples-Jones. Not a huge shock. Um, targets per route run was almost a third. So 32% of the time for Moe Cooper, 25% of the time for Elijah Moore. It's kind of what I would expect. Uh, again, those are the two wide receivers you want to start. Um, Donovan Peoples-Jones, I think, is probably at risk of losing a slot to Cedric Tillman. Uh, you can tell he's just not getting used just 7% of the time he was getting it targeted. So, so just something to keep an eye on. Uh, but I expect Tillman to probably take DPJ's job at some point. And then uh, I've never been convinced on David Njuku as a tight end. Uh, just 13% targets per route run. It's very low. A dot 2.3. Not great. Three targets. Mm, yeah. Uh, one to really, <laughs> if, you've, if you're a David Njuku trooper, you'll have to explain that one to me. I've never got it. Right, Cincinnati, where do we go here? It only had 82 passing yards and 142 total yards and just the sixth first down. So it's just a bad day. The office is a hard one to read. So I'm just going to go with Joe Mixon, 58% snaps he played. Uh, got all the high-value touches, uh, all almost all the low-value touches as well. Only showing town, the running back position there. And then, yeah, you can't really look too much into this um, receiving core with what they did other than 
Uh, Jamal Chase, 26% uh, targets per route run. Uh, T. Higgins, 24%. And then, surprisingly, Irv Smith, 21%. Tyler Boyd was down at 9%. So it looks like Irv Smith is the third read, not Tyler Boyd. That's an interesting one if you're looking at the tight end position. But, yeah, uh, they we need to see more offense in order to really get a good uh, a good read on that. So, yeah, I it's nothing really to take away on the Bengals other, other than that. Um, right. Jags, Colts. Um, Tank Bisbee, 20% played. Uh, Travis Etienne, 79% played. Uh, this is how I expected this almost to be. A lot of people really sat there and thought that um, Bixby was going to be the 1B. I, I never bought into that. Uh, maybe if there's injuries to Travis Etienne, then that might change. But I, I never really bought that Bixby was being brought in to, to challenge Etienne. And this really shows uh, ETN 79%. That's just huge. Um, 83% time route run. Five of the seven high value targets went to him. A couple went to Bixby. Bixby did get the work inside the tent. And maybe he is going to be the Jamal Williams, but a, a poorer man's version this season uh, than, than ETN. And he might vulture some touchdowns from ETN. But you're really, Bixby is a touchdown or bust play. Um so not someone I'm overly keen on on having in my lineups at the moment. Uh, wide receivers, really interesting. Uh, Calvin Ridley, 32% uh, targets per route run. Um, so again, a third of the time, really significant. The real interesting one here is A. Jones over Christian Kirk. So A. Jones is effectively the number two in this offense. We saw it in the preseason. He actually had a really good ADOT, um, considering his position, 10.6. Uh, amazing touchdown score. Uh, routes uh, per route, uh, targets per route run at 21, so one in five. Um, Christian Kirk down at uh, 13%. Uh, and targets were 11 for Ridley, seven for Jones, just the three for Christian Kirk. If you are a Christian Kirk owner, I'm benching him this week. I don't think you can start him uh, at all. I think you need to bench him. Um, and see what happens there. Um, moving on to the Colts. Uh, I was really surprised they threw the ball 39 times. Um, that really shocked me. Um, I didn't expect to see that. Um, running back position was was terrible. Um, Dion Jackson played 67% of snaps. Not a huge surprise given what was behind him in, in Funk and Hull. I think Hull's on the IR now, so I think he's finished. Um Seven high-value touches, uh, two inside the 10 for Jackson, but did absolutely nothing with them. Uh, was pretty appalling all the way through. Um, wide receivers, uh, as I kind of said, Michael Pittman really is the only show in town. Uh, Ram Roots, 96% of the time, 24% of the time he was targeted, which is lower than I thought. I thought it would be higher. Uh, the two on this offense is going to be Josh Downs, um, seven targets, 19% uh, targets per route run, but the A dot was really low, 2.9. Um, and that's really going to hamper him from a fantasy perspective if we see that number. So it looks like he's lining up uh, in the slot and it looks like it's uh, going to be more like the safety blanket for uh, Anthony Richardson. Um, if he's only getting seven targets, uh, that's a hard one. It's off 39. So first of all, I don't think 39 pass attempts is sustainable. I don't think we're going to see that out of this offense. So I think if I'm looking at where they're going to take targets from, Josh Downs, for me, looks potentially like he could lose a couple. Um, Kylan Granson is not going to get six every week either. Um, so I really think um, Pittman's volume is pretty safe. You, I think you're going to look at 10, 11 targets most weeks because he is the only real talent on that team. Uh, but Josh Downs to two out of Pierce is uh, unownable, I think. I think you can drop him. Um, 
yeah, not much to really read. Anthony Richardson just doesn't throw the ball to the left, which is just Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.